0: So I was walking home, or walking to my car right. after a concert downtown the other night. You went to a concert, yeah. And I got to thinking, uh, who I saw was irrelevant, but okay. uh, Ty all very good uh, rock and roll fuzz. It's it's what happens when the pink uh, our generation grows up listening to Nirvana and Pink Floyd, and it fuses into this weird garagey oh, indie that rock psychedelic shit. Fun. It was amazing. Anyway, I'm walking back to my car. Yeah uh after the concert in uh, downtown austin this street called red river yeah it's just there. like cr- crawling with um what's the politically correct term for it now bums uh, yes bums uh homeless people bums. god love them um and i got to thinking like people judge homeless people for like not having a home no 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 their smell no, 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 no. For always being like, they have the stereotype of like being booze hounds or like drunk all the time. Right, right, right. And I got to thinking about that. I was like, they're not at work. Right. So how do they afford booze? No. What do we do when we're not at work? Drink? Exactly. So they're never If, you're, if you're not at work, uh-huh. if you're a normal human being in Western society and you're not working, you're drinking. Uh, that's, right that's what normal human beings do i would say so at all i've times. got a big tall uh big gulp kiss cup full of uh, rum and coke right a now peter chris
1: cup peter chris cup. plastic you probably you got it from Seven Eleven. it was a super big gulp when kiss had italian yep. promotion super with big gulp. i don't think
0: this is actually peter chris i think it's the guy that replaced him it's the cat man the cat man it's very ambiguous
1: so what you're telling me is is when you're not working you should be drinking didn't you post well, no, on I'm Facebook not saying, this morning? I'm not morning? saying
0: that you should be doing that. So you're saying if you were homeless, you'd just be drunk all day. Well, yeah. Or if if you were jobless? me personally, yes. If you were jobless, because based on my track record of when I'm not at work, mm-hmm. I am drinking. So hmm. the logical assumption would be if I did not have a job, I would be drinking.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So I think it's unfair to, and I think a lot of other people would be too. I think it's unfair to judge harshly to judge, as you put it, bums bums. for drinking all the time. Like, what else are you supposed to do all day? I already told you what I judged them for. And not only that, is they're not in an ideal situation. Sure. So why not? They have no homes. You're all for keeping bums drunk. And then... Keep bums drunk. I drive home, and what do I see? Bums. At the intersection. Is it more bums? Kind of. Were they drunk? Fucking, uh, Kid kid and I I'll give money to like kid I'm more likely to give money to like actual old or disabled or veteran it was a kid allow me to virtue signal for a moment if it's a young like uh, able-bodied able-bodied boy not boy uh, man Mm-hmm. A young man mm-hmm. that's clearly just like. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's possible that they runaway is from a abusive situation or something. But either way, I I, I tend to Judge be less likely to give those people money because I think they're more able-bodied to get jobs. Right, um, and that's just me. But I I, I decided that I did want to give this kid money because he was wearing a bright orange misfit shirt like the Crimson Ghost, sweet, and he was playing a guitar. Entertaining, yeah. He was yeah. he was working for it. But right. then I rolled down the window. Was it, was he playing Michael Graves' Misfits? Uh, worse. What? Time of Your Life by Green Day. Oh. And then I rolled the window right back. Ah. Up. <laughs> ah. Entertain me I'm for like, change. Give me get some better taste, or don't play at all. I've always thought that you had me with the Misfits T-shirt when it came but that to. But then you're playing the song that made me not listen to Green Day anymore. That was the song that did it, dude. That was like that song. They fucking of... suck as is. No, I have like dude. one good Those song. Those first, but like, I'm not even going to say four albums are decent. Whatever four Green
1: Day albums, Jesus. Anyways, listen. What I'm saying is, I've always thought with the bums, with the with the homeless people that are panhandling, like don't just write a sign that says God bless. It's just really, it's lazy. It's lazy to me. You know what I mean? Like you said, play a song on a guitar, it's uncreative, juggle. Is juggle, do do a trick, do something. Do something to get people's attention to make them want to give you money. You know? Have an interesting sign. There was one that says you could throw quarters at me. And I thought it was hilarious and I just kept driving. But if I'd had quarters, I would have I would have thrown them at them, you know? That's terrible. If they're entertaining to me, I will pay them. And I mean you kinda gotta look at it like that. Well, what
0: I, I just want to see effort.
1: Yeah, and you know, I might sound like a bastard asshole, like, oh, if you want my money, you better entertain me. But but yeah, I'd rather pay you for entertainment than pity. I don't want to pay you for pity.
0: I think that naturally we're, we like want to pay for contributing something. Yeah. That's all.
1: Yeah, you're contributing to something. You're bringing something out. Or at least to trying faces. to contribute something. Right. Don't tug at my fucking heartstrings, right? I've heard enough sob, sob stories in my goddamn life. <laughs> So I've had a bit of a drinking problem for the last couple of weeks. Are you homeless? <laughs> no, my problem is I really haven't drank. This is like one of the, the, the second time I've drank in like this month.
0: You know what I was thinking about that is next month um, we are doing um, Wait, are sub- we? substance abuse month. Oh, yeah. Where we're going to watch films about substance abuse and or abusing abusive, substances. Abusive substances. Um, I was like, what, can, what, what fun spin can we put on that? Why don't we uh, abuse substances while we record? And I'm like, wait a minute. We do that every time. Exactly.
1: So wait, are we not, not going to drink next week? Next no, month? no, no, no. That's
0: not what I'm suggesting. <laughs> oh, okay, at. just
1: a second. God, God this almost gave me a heart attack. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're not working, Bobby, so you might as well be drinking. My right? liver was like,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: Your liver doesn't mind. Your liver's no, fine. Good Irish liver. I haven't been drinking. I haven't been eating either, really. I mean it's no eating, no drinking. I've been smoking a lot. Like just cigars is like a chimney. It's great. Those are not cigars
0: what you smoke. What what are they? Those are Cigarillos. Uh, pin sized shit. It's a it's pipe tobacco. Okay. It's delicious. Mm. When love- you just smoke a pipe.
1: Be- because it's too much work and you know these 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 black and milds are already pre-rolled it's like individual wrappers you put it in your mouth it tastes like candy and you hot box the thing I, I i can smoke one of those in like eight minutes like i can smoke one of those faster than other people smoke american spirits that's not good for my health at all
0: no <laughs> but it's doing great, it's for, great my, for your uh, like, scent though
1: it's great for my figure it's good for my figure so
0: far now you inhale don't you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that it, is so bad for I you. I take it right to the lung. I don't even think you're supposed to like even like real cigars. You're not even supposed to inhale. No, as you far don't.
1: As I, know. I don't with real cigars. I don't like real cigars. They're kind of nasty, and they get the stuff in your mouth.
0: Not. The but smoke. you like
1: Cigarellos. Yeah, you like, yeah. You
0: like? Do you smoke Swisher sweets? No, no, no. The Black and Mild, Bobby. Black and you're Mild. You're Black and Mild guy. The Wood Tips, because I'm classy. Oh my God! They're if delicious. anything could sponsor us one day. I think it might be Black and Mild. Black and Mild. We should just start plugging Black and Mild and maybe Mm. they'll hear about it.
1: I mean, hey, you know what? If I start dying, I could start a lawsuit against them and then they'd hear about us. That's an option, too. That's an option, too.
0: They're like, no, you're not supposed to inhale them, you dumb asshole. It
1: doesn't say on there not to,
0: right? Shouldn't there be a warning? See, you're what's wrong with America. (laughs) You're what's wrong with America.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I wasn't supposed to... (laughs) I wasn't supposed to use this lawn mower in the swimming pool. I mean you could. Unless I mean unless there's a there's not there's a warning label.
1: Yeah, you need like the little circle with the guy swimming and with like the cross through it, so you know not to put it in the swimming pool.
0: I just wanted to make toast in the bathtub. <laughs> now I'm fucking dead.
1: <laughs> they specifically didn't put the bathtub with the little line through it on the label. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't bathe with this. That's where it's going, man. That's where it's going. That's, I got America. a tattoo
0: that says, don't bathe with this.
1: Do <laughs> you take that literally and just not bathe? No, no, I'm just warning people. Right, right, right. You're a big guy, Bobby. I don't even know how you could take a bath. Have you ever been in a bathtub? I that... got to
0: get in like one of those, um, you know where they keep whales at SeaWorld? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, at nighttime? Like the Shamu? Like, like the Shamu cage? It's like the size of a uh, train car, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how I take baths. That sounds lovely.
1: So there's, you, don't, you don't take baths here then, because I don't see one of those in the house. I don't actually remember the last time I took a bath. I don't remember the last time I've been in a place that had a bathtub that you would fit in.
0: Now, do you remember the last time you cried? <laughs> no. Crying and bathing are two things that end around the same time, I think. <laughs> if you're a man. Right, right, If you're right, a man. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I do remember the last time I cried. When was that? What were you watching? The Wrestler. The wrestler made you cry. Fuck yeah, dude! That uh, movie's awesome Jesus. in the best way. Jesus. No, I take baths. Sometimes <laughs> I use bath bombs. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, uh, "What if I just like went and got some uh, nice salts, bath salts, and mm-hmm. some uh, Mister Bubble?" You'd be, dude. Like, if you go in the bathtub, my, curled up with my books, it's like half of you wouldn't even be in the tub. Smoked a uh, cigarette. Yeah. Of tobacco. Uh huh. And uh, just sat there for a few hours and zoned out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do a uh, sensory deprivation tank. A few How was that? Did that work? Work as far as what? I mean, did you trip out and go into alternate realities? No, because what happens? It's really cool. I will to give it that. It's fun. It doesn't sound that cool now. No. Well, what happens the first like time you do it? States? If you don't know what sensory deprivation tanks are, it's like you float in this little like little tiny giant bathtub. room. Yeah. Um, with lots of salt in it and the water is the same temperature as your body so and then it's pitch black mm-hmm. and you're sitting there floating for like an hour mm-hmm. and people claim that like you can do these natural trips and all this shit the first time you do it you're just like, this is weird mm-hmm. and then you're just looking around and you're like, yeah, I really can't see anything in here you get too lost in this in the uh, experience the initial experience to like actually concentrate and meditate
1: you're lost in an initial. Experience anytime for
0: an hour. Anytime I'm like trying to clear my mind in yeah. any context, I just start thinking about like pizza or like um, pizza. Christina Hendricks, right right, 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 something like like it immediately goes to like one of those two things. So you're
1: you're floating in a tub, naked in the dark, thinking about pizza and Christina Hendricks.
0: Yeah, they clean the they clean the things. I would I would
1: hope so, <laughs> like. <laughs> for the next guy, Bobby, for the next guy. What, you guy. don't jerk off to pizza? <laughs> Wait, is that what you're supposed to do in those things? No. Jerk off in the dark? Like, I can do that at home. What the fuck's the point? But
0: not at this level of uh, consciousness.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It sounds kind of boring. I mean, like, I'm stuck with my thoughts all the fucking time. No, Why dude, would I need to lay in I there? I love
0: sitting, like, just sitting and looking. You know, people talk about how, like, it's like watching paint dry. I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. I do wow. that all day.
1: How do you have time to do that, Bobby?
0: We got that robot vacuum recently. Yeah, I've and seen it. Uh, Rosie, Rosie the robot. Uh, I, I'm still working on a name. If You've any, been
1: calling it Rosie since i mean been since it's been here.
0: Seriously, well, I don't know. That's temporary. Name it Johnny Five. <sighs> I kind of want to like paint a Pac-Man decal on it, or yeah. a, a Pac-Man design on yeah. it. Yeah. Or I want to do something with it. It's right. like disc shaped, and I can't think of any robot puns that have to do with vacuums, so I can't. I don't know if anyone has any listeners out there. Mega may has gone from suck to blow. Spaceballs. If any listeners out there have any suggestions for what I should name my robot vacuum cleaner, please let me know. The punnier, the better. Robo suck. VacuBot. That's kind of lame.
1: Yeah, I know. What do you want? But I mean, you want fucking gold? Yeah, give Jesus me gold. Christ, I, give me gold. I think I try one more. One more for your fucking robot vacuum. Try one your, more. Your Just whatever so the first thing that comes into your head. Pizza Christina Hendricks?
0: Done. <laughs> no, really. If anyone has any suggestions on what I should name <laughs> my robot vacuum it's, cleaner. Uh, to
1: describe it, it's circular. It's like, it's like a little larger than a plate that you eat food off of, but it's mm-hmm. thick. It's thick like, a, like, it's, I like don't know. a salami. Yeah, yeah. It's thick like a salami's thickness, but it's flat like a plate. So imagine that it's a little robot and it spins around. And it
0: spins around the room. That's it. It's kind of an idiot. It gets stuck in a lot of places. Do you have to like save it a lot? We have these side tables that have this low bar on it and I have to go retrieve it like twice. Speaking of low bar, Every bars, time I vacuum.
1: We're talking about vacuuming right now. <laughs> we're taking the bar to a whole new nah, level. dude. Robot vacuums. Robo vacuums. I mean, hey, you know, it's a thing. I just go with Mega Maid or Rosie was fine like the Jetsons. But uh, if you want to get creative with it, you know, ask your friends. Well, I just
0: want to ask my friends out there.
1: Ask the friends. Our our hey our
0: listeners. The six of you. Let me know. I hear we had some listeners. I guess. Is, is that is that a true statement? I mean, it's growing. Does that guy? It's would... it's, it's spreading like uh like that. Uh, what was the disease and outbreak? Um, it was called herpes. No, no, no. It was
1: monkey simplex not seven. Your, not your uh, autobiography. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I never caught that shit. Monkey Simplex 7. Monkey Simplex 7. That's what we're talking about. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Freeman and Dustin Hoffman. Morgan Rene Freeman Russo. It, right? What
1: happened to Renee Russo? She was in the first two Thor movies, and then she died. She Citizen was in Nightcrawler 3. recently. Nightcrawler? That was, was like four that? years ago. Yeah, that wasn't recently.
0: It's- That's one of those like um, gals that you're dad was attracted to in the 90s she was hot in the 90s there's like five of them let me see if i can remember gina davis gina davis renee russo julia roberts uh sure um uh andy mcdowell yeah uh, andy mcdowell's is kind of okay the chick that played maiden marion in uh in uh robin hood prince of thieves the only
1: made marion i can think of was the one that was in uh print uh, what is it uh, men in tights
0: Oh yeah, that well, that was uh was what's his, what's her name uh, John Ritter's wife was it? Yeah, um, she's Ritter. super hot in um I was, one of my formative crushes, uh-huh. Problem Child two. Was she in Problem Child? She 2? played she... the nurse. Yeah, was she a bitch? But she played, no, she was really nice in Problem Child 2. And the first one, she played the mom. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 okay. And okay, she was right. kind
0: of a crazy bitch. Yeah, she was. Either way, I'll take both. So
1: wait, the same lady played different roles? Yes. In Problem Child 1 and 2? Yes. Was it the same, was she supposed to be the same character? Was it like twins? no, 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 no. Was it like a telenovela and it was like her secret happy well. Twin?
0: To to delve into the lore of the Problem Child let's films... Let's do it. Let's let's go there. The first one, the mother was the red-headed lady. Uh-huh. She was kind of a loud-mouthed uh, lady.
1: And that's this lady we're talking about. Same yeah, actress. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Same actress. Yeah, she was hot. I can't think of her name right now for the life of me. I really find her attractive mm-hmm. in all roles, really. Um, and then in the second one, she played the school nurse that John Ritter John Ritter and, and the problem child, whatever the fuck his name is, Junior. Yeah, that little shit. <laughs> they decide to uh I guess they get divorced between the movies. And then um he's single again, and all the gals in the neighborhood bring him pies and oh, stuff.
1: Amy Yazbek. Yes, that's it. She was in the mask.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like her. And then uh, John Ritter, she's the love interest in Problem Child Two, the school nurse, and in Problem Child One. And there, and then uh, she has a Problem Child Two named Trixie, and Trixie and Junior are like arch enemies at the beginning, and then they uh, kindle a friendship and try to get their um, parents together. So I'm it's, not
1: going to watch Problem Child ever it's again. It's kind of
0: like uh, it's kind of like It Takes Two. This song? No, the uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie uh, with Steve Gutenberg and Kirstie Alley, only with Jack Warden. Wait, in Problem Child one and two.
1: So, so what? Wait, you're, you're comparing Problem Child to an Olsen Twins movie?
0: Well, in the sense that they Problem tried... Child
1: was before the Olsen Twins movie. Well, yeah, Child yeah, yeah, two okay, was. okay,
0: okay, okay, fine, All fair, right.
1: fair enough, All right, fair enough. They just ripped off Problem Child. Yeah. I hate those movies. You know, I'll tell as you something. Good as, it, or not, as good as it gets. I'll tell you something, listeners. It's kids, election night, and
0: you're excited. All right, sorry, go ahead.
1: Kids can be real assholes. Kids are assholes. You know, like Prom Child thinking problem Child. Good God. Like, any parents out there?
0: It was all funny when you were a kid, it? It was
1: it? all funny when you were a kid. And now it's just like, God damn it, this kid's a little shit. I now want that to kick you him.
0: mention it, um, aside from the fact that those movies are retarded, um, my... <coughs> My parents hated the Problem Child movies.
1: I bet, because it just taught bad behavior. And that it's funny. And that it's funny to be, be an asshole. And look at me now. Right, right. You're an asshole to your dad. You're an asshole to your dad. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole to my dad. Actually, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole to both my parents. And you know what? My kid's already doing that. He's already being an asshole. And it fucking pisses me off.
0: What comes around goes around.
1: Hence why I don't have kids. Yet. You're going to have kids, Bobby. I can sense it now. I'm i to put so. a
0: Voltar curse on you. That sounds uh you don't have a child. That sounds like a lot of work. Not for you. It sounds expensive. Yeah, for you. Um That's I think about if it is true what comes around goes around, um, there will be no food in the house. Why is that? Because I ate all the food when I was a kid.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I don't know, Bobby. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a big choice, it's a big decision to make. If you're going to do it, do it, but if Let's not... Let's ask the
0: listeners, should I have a child?
1: Name that child. Name that child off of a I mean, robot, like, after a robot vacuum. Hey,
0: please. wife, uh, sorry, polls in from the podcast. Uh, you get getting knocked up. <laughs>
1: I'm going to go vote like 70 times.
0: It's going to be great. Mm-mm. I can track the IP address.
1: I want you to have kids, Bobby. I want you to be a dad. I want you to feel my pain.
0: Since we're talking about this, uh-huh. it's so funny. I still think about this all the time. We were working together when you uh, were- Became a father. Be- well, when you made the announcement that you're about to become a father. Right. And I was one of the first people you told. You told me over AOL Instant Messenger. Nice. I think. Is that what we used back then at work? <laughs> I don't know. Yahoo, maybe. Yeah, I, one of those. And, um, and I remember like, and this is the moment I realized that I was an adult. Mm-hmm. You realize this, right? No. Because I was like, wait- oh, shit, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you're going to bounce? You're going to, like, I, take care of it? Y- yeah, I'm going to be a dad. That's... And you're like, no, it was, like, intentional. Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, oh. what? What? Why? Yeah. yeah, people are born on purpose sometimes. I was 26, mm-hmm. and you were, like, 30. 31-ish, something around there. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Memories.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had the child. It lived. It's
0: still alive. It's still alive. Still
1: kicking that one. Still kicking. Oh, God. Kicking like Pele. Good God. I, I want to kick him like Pele sometimes. Mm, mm.
0: What? You can't say things like that anymore. <sighs> you can't say things like that anymore. I don't do it. You, what I realize is you cannot be remotely hyperbolic anymore, even for comedy's sake.
1: Yeah. Well, but, but it's fucking lame, man. Because I with Trump card. If I get fired for Trump card, you know I'm doing something right. People are like, "Whoa, you can't work here, you fucking sicko."
0: Hopefully, by that point, that fat Patreon money that we might have one day. Hey, uh, did you get that account set up yet? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Well, let's do Pillager it. Beard Oil. Let's do. It. <laughs> we uh, we get kind of a discount. So we we did.
1: It. Hey, Gabe, how you doing, buddy? We haven't. We, I, I still have bottles of beard oil, so I haven't talked to him in
0: a month. I shaved my beard recently.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're going to so of I business. Don't, I don't
0: need Pillager Beard Oil, but if you do need beard oil, why not make it Pillager?
1: Wait, you don't use the beard oil in your chops?
0: Uh, and they're a little, they're a little. Uh, you should still sparse have, right now. Still have beard oil, a man. I, I could just oil them up. No, I, seriously, grease up them chops. Let me plug Pillager beard oil real quick.
1: Plug it, plug away.
0: Um, when I before I shave my beard, which I still kind of have a beard, I have like a lemmy. Um, Google the lemmy. On several occasions, my wife, mm-hmm. after after I applied the Pillager woodsy flavored beard oil, she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god." Your beard smells so good. Yeah, the chicks like the, the wood one. And I was like, well, it's funny you mention that because I was using pillager beard oil, <laughs> not outside in Vermont chopping trees down.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, the, definitely the wood scent. Yeah, you want to smell
0: like wood. Chicks dig that. Chicks love wood. Make them pheromone. Yeah, Pillager lady. beard oil, make them pheromone. There you go. This is a new slogan for you, Gabe. We will take free bottles of the wooded flavored for that. Yes, citrus is nice too.
1: Yeah, citrus is all right. The blend's good. They're all good. They're all good. I use them all the time. I use them like four
0: times a day. Adam? Yeah, Bobby? I think we just hit a wall in our banter conversation. Did we? So it's time to go to the normal format. (laughs) The news! I think, uh, wait, that's not how we do it. Oh. Let's go to the news! (sighs) I love the news. Do you? This is one of my favorite newses. This is a good one. Of all the news. This is a good one. Because um, it, 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 I'll just say it, but it it, it, it evokes hilarity <laughs> and horror. <coughs> and you know that's what we're all about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Panicked Families Flea Cinema as trailer for, quote, scariest horror film in years, shown in the Peter Rabbit screening.
1: <laughs> that is great.
0: So this was in Australia. Oh, g'day. You know, um, where Minute Work is from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, they had a crocodile or something. Road there. games. Road games. Yeah, that fucking piece of shit movie. So in Australia, um, some hilarious projectionist, hats off to you, sir. Bravo. Mistakenly. Bravo. Showed a trailer for the new quote terrifying new horror film hereditary hereditary i had never heard of this yes we just watched the trailer in preparation trailer is fucking scary it's a pretty goddamn scary trailer it's
1: great yes you know what's great about it right is the trailer starts out with like a dollhouse you know and so it's like zooming around a dollhouse so like for the first five seconds like parents and kids could be thinking it's like oh it's just a creepy dollhouse movie and then it gets all fucked up
0: (laughs) Yeah, it, 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 go watch the trailer. <laughs> oh, it's pretty trailer. scary. <laughs> we watch a lot of fucked up things. Uh, um, do you want to go ahead? I'll, I'll have you read the quote from one of the parents, I guess. I don't know. If I can... However, I don't want you to do an Australian accent because it makes me want to um, kill myself. <laughs> Fair enough. It was dreadful, one audience
1: member recounted. Very quickly, you could tell this was not a kid's film parents were yelling at the projectionist to stop covering their kids eyes and ears a few went out to get a staff member but she was overwhelmed and didn't really know what to do
0: <laughs> some parents
1: fled the cinema with their kids in tow
0: okay so <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant when you think of the word flea because not flea not like a flee, not like the guy from the red hot chili not peppers the, shitty, the bass player but to run away F- panicked families flee. Mm-hmm. When I think of flee, I think of like stomping refugees. Oh yeah, or like uh, when uh, someone tries to give me a salad. Right, 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 right.
1: Fleeing. No, I I think of it definitely like uh, like packed people trying to get out of a boat and just stomping on each other. I see, like
0: like crowd a sinking boat.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what you. That's what you flee from. A fire. Like people running out of a house and trampling each other, running out of a fire.
0: Right. You're flee Like flee. So, or what I what I imagine in my head after reading this headline, I'm thinking of like the blob. Yeah. Or the scene in Ghostbusters 2 where the slime's coming down the movie theater. Yeah, movie theaters. Yeah. And then when like they flee, when you flee the movie Australian theater. movie theater, right. a, a lady's uh, fur coat got slime on it and turned into like a crazy like three-headed three dog headed, like, monster. Yeah, I was
1: like a little fox monster.
0: I I was that's I love that movie. That struck me kind of queer in that day those days because uh um So that's when it happened? Um <laughs> I'm like, what kind of animal was this at one time? Anyway. It was like three minks sewn together. That's how they do it. Is that what minks look like? You know, when you wear like, like look, a mink coat, you're wearing look like uh, a family of they minks. They look like Pomeranians?
1: Yeah. It's not like one mink makes a coat. No, a mink is like a weasel. Yeah. You, how many weasels do you think it takes to
0: make a coat? So in Australia- It was the ghost of those weasels separated. When, one quote they forgot to put at the end of this is like, let's go out for a awesome blossom.
1: <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Did you fucking Outback Steakhouse fucking reference? Yeah, we had uh, um we had some friends. Do they have those here? Here? Yeah, I'm in an Outback Steakhouse. And-
0: uh, they closed down a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Austin has high food standards. <laughs> the uh, but there was one here. We we picked a few years ago. We picked up some friends from Australia, and like we went directly from the airport to the Outback Steakhouse. To Outback Steak. Did I, they request that they're or like, no? Crikey, what is this? I'm like uh. I just thought you guys would ready, be ready for a, a taste of home. <laughs> wow. For those of you that do, do not know, Outback Steakhouse is a restaurant chain in the United States of America.
1: It's based off Australian
0: culture. That exploits Australian culture. Yeah,
1: it's appropriation of the Australian culture. So there's like boomerangs on the wall. And kangaroo meat. No, there's not that. They have kangaroos on the wall. Not like, real ones, but pictures and shit.
0: Yeah. I'm like, wow, did I just step into Sydney? <laughs> I'm in downtown Sydney right now. <laughs> I'm on a walkabout to the bathroom. Where is uh, where is Paul Hogan right now? Where is Paul Hogan right He's now? He's probably working at an Outback
1: Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: works the door. It's better than having a boxer. In he them. carries a large knife <laughs> for cutting those blooming onions. You've got
1: to cut the blooming onions. I can't do it. A- I can't <sighs> do it. <Australian>. Stop. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. It sounds cockney. They all sound the same to me. What do you want? So anyways, yeah. Parents and children fleeing. I mean, look, this was obviously on purpose. I've seen Fight Club. You know, the mm-hmm. guys do that shit. And that guy's awesome for doing that.
0: Well, I wanted to... I'm glad you said that. hmm Because one of the most liberal... All you youngins out there that don't have, like, a real job. Ugh. One of the most liberating times in your life is working a job that you do not need. Because you can call all the shots. Oh, yeah. Because the guy that's telling you what to do... hmm Probably needs that job. Right. You do not. Right. Which brings me to a story. You have a story? Let's hear it. My first job, I worked at Chicken Filet, or Chick-fil-A as we call it in the streets. <laughs> it's a chicken restaurant. I've been there. I've
1: heard of it. It's yeah. good.
0: Um, homophobic chicken. A little homophobic, but it's good. You know, Christian Closed on a Sunday. Churchy, a little churchy. A little churchy. Not, not churches. Church- not churches, churches. chicken. It's right. another chicken chain. My first job, I worked at Chick fil A. Uh-huh. And it, it took me very little time to realize like, okay, this is literally funding gas for my parents' car. Right. Uh, beer I'm not supposed to be drinking. Sure. And other substances I'm not supposed to be partaking in either. Or talking about in the air. Gotcha. Um, so. I mean, which are all great things. Don't don't get me wrong. Great, but it was also like there's nothing that's not having this job is not going to stifle my uh, survival in any way whatsoever. Right. That being said, there were a couple situations in which uh, the fine management at Chick Fil A asked me to do things, Mm -hmm. and I'd already realized like it don't matter. No, I don't care that much. (laughs) So one one in which was uh, so Chick Fil A. Has this mascot of the cow, right? This says eat more chicken. It says eat more chicken because you know burger chains. It's, kill it's cows. ironic
1: because the, the mascot's a cow. You know they don't serve cow there.
0: It is hysterical. It's funny. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's irony is what it is. So on occasion, special occasions uh-huh. like Saturdays, you would eat chicken. Oftentimes, they would have a employee at the chicken fillet um, wear a cow costume and go out into the parking lot and dance around. Did they do that? This one did,
1: wow! And they were
0: like, uh, "Hey, Bobby, uh, you're 15, and you know don't have any integrity. Why don't you go put the uh, we we need you uh, we need you for a special assignment? Put the cow suit on, you Bobby. know, like uh, like uh, what's his name from Spider-Man tells Peter Parker, J Jonah Jameson. Special assignment. That was what your boss was. My like? boss was J Jonah Jameson, only Mexican. Um, wow, J Jonah Mexican. <laughs> yes, um, nice guy. If he's listening. Which he's not. <laughs> There's no fucking way on there. Anyway, he comes up and he's like, hey, we got a special assignment for you. We need you to put the cow costume on and go dance around in the parking lot. And I said, um, no. No, I'm not going to do that. Like, really? Like, no. What? Like, please. Please fire me. Right, 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 right. I dare you. In the middle of the day on a Saturday, there are lines around the block at this drive-through, did they fire you? No, I said wow. I'm not doing that. Right, you gotta, you gotta have a line, uh-huh. and that was it. And then they had the audacity a few weeks later say, "Hey, Bobby, you're good at cleaning shit up, right? Some kid took a shit on the slide. Go get a mop and uh, bucket and clean up the literal shit, right? There's a, there's a shit, and streak. I said, um." A few weeks ago, I told you I wasn't going to get in the cow costume. Mm-hmm. Now you're asking me, like, uh, what? no. Did you reference that? Did you reference the no, cow I costume? No, I did but okay. I was thinking that. I was like, w- who do you think I am? An employee. No. It's all about what, knowing what cards you have and how to play them.
1: Okay, so you were, you were telling a story of when you were 15.
0: Risk versus reward, cost-benefit analysis. When have you had a job since then that you didn't
1: need? Or was that kind of the one? Was that the one? Was that like your best work experience?
0: Where you could just say no. No, nah, man. Lost? I worked at a grocery store. I didn't need that job. Yeah. I was I was a janitor in college. Didn't need that job uh-huh. just to get drunk. That's a how lip- about uh, like since you've been a man? Yeah, you got to have a job if you're a man, <laughs> or you'll be homeless <laughs> and drunk and drunk and like a bum, like I am on the weekends.
1: Like you're right now. You're like a you're like a bum with a home. Congratulations. Did you
0: drink that big cup of fucking rum already?
1: No, nah, okay. it's right, here. All right. All right. So
0: um. That's that. I think it's time for, and, it, and I haven't criticized it or encouraged it in a constructive manner in a while, Adam. What are you talking about? Let's go to Adam's Corner. <whistles> uh,
1: yeah, so since I haven't been drinking, I don't have any like really crazy stories to go over. So I'm going to talk about something that uh, that you don't want me to talk about. People that are listening don't want me to talk about, unless they've already seen it. I'm going to talk about one of my addictions that you hate and I love, Marvel movies. Okay,
0: so I'm going to ask you point blank. Are you going to spoil Infinity War? Yes, right now,
1: it's getting spoiled. So uh, that movie was fucking badass. Like, you want to talk about, like, just people dying and violence, like, right off the bat? It's spectacular. It may be the best Marvel movie ever, Bobby. I don't know. Did you ever read the comic books? I really liked Thor 2, though. Did you like Thor 2? No. Did you watch Thor 2? No. You should watch Thor 3.
0: No, I did, I did watch Thor. I watched one of the Thors. I was like, this is fucking stupid.
1: Nah, dude. You got
0: to watch Thor Ragnarok.
1: Anywho, listen, people, if you like the Marvel movies, like, this is it. Like, I, I don't know how they did it. And maybe I need to watch it again. And I'm going to this weekend just to make sure I get everything straight. Sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, kind of sold in the hype. And you're like, oh, that movie was so great. But you know what, when you think about it, it's better to have that than what happened with The Last Jedi with you, right?
0: Okay, let's not let's not open those wounds up again. I was actually
1: watching The Last Jedi today and last night, um, I started it last night. No, I guess it was just today. I'm kind of drunk already. So anyways, I was watching The Last Jedi today and I was kind of like, you know what, eh. like really?
0: Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, <laughs> um, if you could feel my pants right now. I'm not feeling your pants again, Bobby. So
1: anyways, you want to know what happens in Infinity War? Like General Patton. Do you care? At attention?
0: You want to hear what happens in the movie? Do you care? George C. Scott. Do you care if I tell you? Um, I don't give two shits. I wonder if our listeners do. It's awesome. It's awesome. Can you describe it without literally spoiling it? The
1: whole movie <laughs> is basically... It's the main character's Thanos. The bad guy is the main fucking character. He has more screen time than anybody. It's like everybody's just like fucked up and... and Having shit happen to him because Thanos is just fucking them up. And then throughout the movie, like, characters die. Heroic characters.
0: please tell me Hawkeye dies.
1: Characters you know, characters you love.
0: Hawkeye is the Aquaman of the Marvel Universe. They die. Nobody cares, Hawkeye. Dude, just wait, man. Jeremy Renner, you peaked. Hawkeye's gonna get his own movie. You peaked in uh, National Lampoon's Senior Trip. Was he in that? Yeah, he was like D'Agostino. Dags. What Wait,
1: what was National Lampoon's senior trip?
0: That's the one with the guy, and they, they're a, a senior class, and they go on a, that uh, trip to Washington. There's a guy from Kids in the Hall in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm not watching that. So
0: anyways. <laughs> Probably smart.
1: The Avengers. Here's what I loved about it, right? But Jeremy Renner's in it. Just, it's, it's a big comic book movie, you know? And I'll tell you this, a lot of people die. But at the same time, with it being a big comic book movie, and it being based on comic books like... Who really fucking dies in comic? So there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie, and you're like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna reverse that in the next movie. But it just has this beautiful like sense of dread to it. It really does. It does. In the ending, when the ending happened, everybody was quiet, and I was maniacally laughing. So it had a good ending. You know, It had something that I liked.
0: Oh, so it was like when I, uh, when I watched uh, episode three in the theater.
1: Yeah, how did that end?
0: When he yelled no, no. Uh, me and my friend lost lost our bowels yeah. in, in hilarity. Did you shit? Did you shit in the theater? Everywhere.
1: And then there was some punk kid that was there. And like the manager was like, hey, we need you to go uh, <laughs> you clean up some shit back on aisle nine up there. And that kid was like,
0: nope. Nope. And he walked out of that theater. Hey, get the guy that has a family to feed.
1: So, anyway, yeah, yeah, you got him by the balls. You don't got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers. I would go see the Avengers. I'd say this Avengers, to compare it to other Avengers movies, was as good as the first one, better than the second one. To compare it to the new Star Wars movies, it was better than The Force Awakens and better than The Last Jedi.
0: Which one is it? Where they like uh, they go to San Francisco and there's like a whale they need to rescue. It wasn't that Star Trek? Yeah, that was Star Trek. That's I a, hated that Star Trek. That's a good fucking movie. That's
1: one of the reasons I hate Star Trek, is that fucking stupid whale <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> the whale Star Trek people love. It's fucking retarded, dude. Like nah. Spock's wearing like, a, like a, a Michael J. Fox fucking yeah. uh, like 80, a swim train. He's 80s as fuck
0: Star Trek right there. Yeah, that's was, a good fucking movie.
1: I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, they, uh, they need to just go ahead and make Back to the Future 4 already. Don't you dare. What? Don't you dare. Dude, It could it's already set up. like It's already ready to go. All you gotta do, have Michael J. Fox go in there, play it straight, act like he acts nowadays, and it'll be all about the unwanted side effects of time travel. I don't know. We should get Michael J. Fox on the line. We love Michael J. Fox. We really do love Michael J. Fox. You were great in that movie. Um, Back to the Future. Doc Hollywood. Part two. Wait, what was he really in after... after Back to the Future Doc Hollywood
0: Right um, The Frighteners Right That was a good one um, Life with Mikey oh. It's a Disney movie uh. About a talent agent uh. Loved it when I was a kid uh. Was this like the Mighty Ducks era? Yeah, when like Emilio Estevez. When Emilio Estevez still got work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so did Michael J. Fox. What
1: happened I, to Emilio fucking Estevez? I
0: think he just. I think he's just like hey, I'm done with this. You know what? Charlie I think he Rick Moranis did.
1: You know what Charlie Sheen's real name is?
0: Charlie uh, Estevez. Carlos Estevez. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Estevez. And I might be a Rodriguez, Bobby. Rodriguez is a pretty rare last name. It's, Are you perhaps related to Robert
1: Rodriguez? I, this might, I might be. He's a tall guy. I mean, he's one of the tallest Mexicans I've ever seen. That's a line from one of his movies, people. Don't be getting all... Everyone
0: calm down. Calm okay? the fuck down, people. Everyone settle down.
1: So if I find out I really am a Rodriguez, should I change my name?
0: Now, would you recommend Avengers Affinity War? Yeah, go see it, people. Infinity War. It, I didn't take my kid.
1: All right, and I'll tell you why. I was thinking about taking him, because I usually take him to, take these, to see these movies. He loves these movies. But I was like, I got to see it first, because I know Avengers are going to die, and I don't want him to start crying. And I knew that if he saw a c- could die, my kid would lose his shit. So luckily, at the part when c- dies, I'm going to have King Come there. on. Co- Wait, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I'm going to cover his eyes and his ears so he doesn't witness it. I Actually, actually, after I watched the movie the next morning, I told him everything that happened exactly, so that when I take him, he'll, he'll know.
0: Well, now you got 12 more people that know everything that haven't seen it yet. That's true.
1: That was Adam's Corner.
0: Um, okay, so I just want to transition now into the film we'll the, be the film featuring this evening.
1: We haven't even talked about this month at all. What is it?
0: Well, that's funny you bring that up. I want to point out the fact Uh That um, originally we titled this month uh, "Satanic Ritual Month" or something. Did did we? Or like we had to like keep it within the realms of satanic cults, perhaps. Is is that what you're going for? This isn't so much in that realm, but it still has a religious element to it. Oh, that's good. It is "Oh God" with uh, with George Burns. (laughs) Yeah. And then "Oh God" two. He's got the cigar. The legend of Curly's Gold. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, um, isn't it "Oh God, you devil"? Oh God, you devil! That's what it was. It's funny because it's ironic. Nineteen seventy-nine is The Visitor. We did a lot of nineteen seventy stuff, which I'm okay with. The Visitor. Um, I think it's Italian. Is it? I hope so. I love the it. The writers are Luciano. Oh yeah, Camici, G- Giulio Paradisi, this Robert Munday as Michael J. Paradise. I bet he pronounces it. Uh, I bet he pronounces it uh, mozzarella. I like to go to pizza places and be like, I'll call it Pizza Hut and be Mm -hmm. like, is the, uh, do you guys use mozzarella on the uh, bacon cheeseburger pizza? Or is it just cheddar? Does that go over well? Um, They're just like, why aren't you ordering this online? We've never answered the phone in like a decade. Right, right, right. What were we talking about? 1979's The Visitor. Why don't you go ahead and read that, uh, their IMDB description. The soul of a young girl. With telekinetic powers, becomes the
1: prize in a fight between forces of God and the devil.
0: There's something. I can't explain it, Raymond.
1: There's something wrong inside, something terrible. No, she scares me, Raymond. <laughs> it's not her fault her name is katie collins
0: and she'll be eight years old Adam, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. In all seriousness, yeah, how much do you love The Visitor? Fucking not at all.
1: <laughs> that movie was terrible, Bobby. No. That movie was like blatant fucking false advertising. Wrong. It was horribly acted. It was paced like a goddamn fucking snail race. <laughs> There's fucking two cool parts in the movie, maybe three. And other than that, it was just a waste of our goddamn time. Bobby, I was so frustrated watching this film. I disagree. It had nothing to do with satanic cults at all. You want to know what it had to do with? Satine. Satanic cults. Because this movie postulates that... Fucking, God, this movie's stupid. That fucking Jesus or Yahweh and Satine were aliens and they fought and then they... <laughs> the.
0: Christ. Wait wait wait, you're getting ahead of
1: yourself. Uh, I'm just so flustered having watched that. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Your favorite thing about that movie Bobby is how much I hated it. That was what you liked about that movie.
0: Yes, yes that's true. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> let me let me let me um let me do box art. Let me do box art uh, review right real quick. Do
1: that, yeah. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> let's just go there. Are you a fan of The Exorcist? Do you snort cocaine like Kate Upton in the 90s? How do you feel about basketball? (laughs) An ambitious attempt into visual artistry that comes off as both unsettling and mildly retarded. (coughs) Lance Hendrickson in... Now, what the fuck is happening?
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You thought that was the case with Devil's Reign? I found the Devil's Reign easy to follow. I don't think that that was that difficult to follow. Dude, you... (sighs) There was no explanation of plot. There okay. was no. There was no forward movement of plot. It was just yeah, random things happening. De-
0: it was just <laughs> fucking random things. There definitely was a plot. Um, real quick. Uh, the visitor from <laughs> from nineteen seventy nine. Fuck you. Was directed by. Julio
1: Paradisi. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Starring. <laughs> Mel Ferrer.
1: Mel. How did he get top billing?
0: (laughs) How did Mel Ferrer get fucking top billing? Because this movie... All right. So The Visitor is your... your, um, The Exorcist comes out in the early 70s. We get The Omen. We get things like... uh, Rosemary's Baby. The Sentinel, Rosemary's Baby. The 70s were all about some devil shit. (sighs) And this was the end of the 70s. And in the end of the 70s... They did a lot of cocaine. Obviously. Especially, I guess, in Italy? Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, Adam, you read the IMDb before the trailer here. Yeah. Did, I Would you say that's accurate? What? Le... The soul
1: of a young girl with telekinetic powers becomes the prize in a fight between forces of God and the devil?
0: Yes. No. <laughs> no, that was not the plot of the fucking movie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. right. Then I ask you this, Adam. Uh-huh. What is The Visitor all about?
1: Uh, all You know what, Bobby? I sat there watching this whole fucking thing, okay? Let be, I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, I was like thinking to myself, as I'm trying to pay attention, like, I don't even think I can make this fucking movie look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking you to make it look good. I'm just asking you to tell me the plot.
1: All right, so uh, <laughs> how does it start? It starts on the astral plane or something. <laughs> And there's fucking fake-ass Max von Sydow standing there in fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi robes. (laughs) And the background looks like it's a fucking like a milk jug poured into a a bathtub. And it's like the smoke effects that they used in the 70s. Right. Yeah, you pour milk in a bathtub. That's what it is. So it's a snowy day on the astral plane, apparently, because there's snow flying everywhere. And then all of a sudden, this, this robed figure stands across from Max von Sydow. And it looks as if they're having some kind of telekinetic battle. And then the cloak flies off and it's a little girl. It's a little child. And she gets covered in the snow. <laughs> and then vanishes. And then there's Space Jesus in a fucking leukemia ward for children. <laughs> and it's he's... It, and he, looks is,
0: like, he looks like Chad Kroger from Nickelback. It was,
1: a, Yeah, he does. He, he's got the fucking ramen noodle hair. And he's telling he's telling all the leukemia kids about the story of Satine and <laughs> Yahweh and battling in space, and there's the evil Satine. He got to Earth and he banged a bunch of women
0: and spread his evil seed. I don't know. Okay. And then, so, but but like these first like seven minutes of the movie. This, the first seven minutes of the movie was the you're trailer. Like, oh man, I hope this is it. Yeah. I hope that's what this movie yeah. is. I was excited when I saw Space Jesus. It's kind of like that Masters of the Universe effect when that came out. It like jumped the shark before it was a thing. It was like, well, we can't afford to keep shooting on these weird, like, like medieval fantasy deserts. We're going to have to, to move it York. to the modern day. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of one of those things. So you, you, you get introduced to the film. You're like, oh my God, this is going to be some wild shit. How did you hear about this movie? Bobby? I've known about this movie before. That's a, That was a reoccurring question while watching this movie. Um, so uh, we cut to modern times. That was modern times. Space Jesus was in
1: modern times. Okay, <laughs> the Space Jesus was in the now. I was hoping Space Jesus was going to be the main fucking character. No. From the fucking significance no, 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 no. they gave him.
0: You had to work for it. Uh, well, they cut to modern times on Earth, I guess. I guess. Well, no,
1: no, no. Wait, wait. First fake ass Max von Sydow walks in And Space Jesus looks all angry And he says there's another one Or some fucking nonsense I don't know Fucking So they gotta go find the evil devil kid apparently And then where are we Bobby Then where are we cut to We cut to a basketball game A fucking basketball game in the 70s Guys with big stupid glasses on Fucking Lance Henriksen sitting fucking courtside
0: (laughs) You know as like uh, dismantled and confusing as your description is, like it's perfect. It's for this, this movie. It's this movie. This is exactly what's happening.
1: This is what's happening. And then they walk in, and, and Lance Henderson's there, sitting there with some hot chicken, and, and some fucking reporter comes up and is like, "Hey, you own the fucking this basketball team, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm Lance Henderson." And then they're like, "Well, where'd you get your money?" He's like, "Don't worry about it." And they're like, "No, really, where'd you get your money?" He's like, "God gave it to me. Fuck off."
0: Like, why would a new interviewer just keep asking some guy about their money? I was thinking money? that, too. Anyways. They needed that weird exposition to explain things, I guess. I, I guess. they couldn't think of it a better There's way. A yeah, we'll, l- send a,
1: we'll send a reporter in. There's it. a lot of weird exposition in this movie <laughs> that fucking leads nowhere.
0: I don't even know that would make it not expositions, <laughs> because nothing makes sense. It's just weird dialogue. And like, oh, god damn it. Okay, okay. So, what happens at the basketball game?
1: So, the little girl who apparently is the uh, the uh, the the omen uh, evil child rosemary's baby type kid or some shit. She uh, she comes in and she sits down. She's got big old dark glasses on and she keeps eyeballing the guy from the opposing team and there's like weird stuff happening, like weird sound effects and it's it's all ominous and you're like what's going on because you're like like really what is going on? Like what are we fucking watching here? And then <laughs> yeah, and it's like a 7 minute basketball scene. And it's like they're fucking back and forth, 98, 99, who's gonna win, who's gonna win? And then the other team is about to go win, and then she makes the basketball
0: explode. And then it cuts to another scene. Yeah. And I thought to myself into that scene, I was like, you know, I've always heard that the NBA is rigged, but but this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm like, a basketball just exploded and everybody started cheering. They're like, Yeah, we won because of the basketball's like like that doesn't happen. And then it cuts to Lance Hendrickson. In bed with the hot lady he was with and Barbara. Yeah, was that her name? Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> and uh, and and he's she's like, oh, that when that ball exploded, and he was like, you talk about the one in the corner, the two in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got it. That was a good line. <laughs> um, and then she's like, there's I feel there's evil inside of me, and you treat me like a normal human being, but I'm afraid, I'm scared of my daughter. So was she
0: like cosmic? Yeah, she was the
1: bloodline of Satine.
0: Okay, okay. This
1: movie makes no sense. Okay, I, th- I
0: just think it takes two people to unpack it, and I'm glad we're doing this right now. So <sighs> she was of the bloodline of Satine, yes. not Satan. Not Satan, not
1: Satan, Satine.
0: Like, okay, the and fabric. then it, it I, I feel like after that it cuts to like a conference room scene with Lance Hendrickson with his basketball uh, let me shareholders. Check, let me
1: check my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So before all that, um, you know, there's the the mother talking about her crazy daughter, and she goes home to her house, and this is huge, lavish
0: mansion. Like, mm-hmm. who the hell is this bitch, and where does she get her money? Like, Pinball machine. Well, she's a uh, she's from the the bloodline of uh, Satine. Satine. I guess that gets you loaded. Stevia.
1: So the, the, it introduces the daughter that she's afraid of, who's playing with a falcon indoors. Mm-hmm. She has an indoor pet, which is a falcon. Yep. And then, like, the daughter's saying like weird, crazy shit to the mom, like, "I want a brother." Go get laid, you whore! I don't know, something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Before that, like, let's talk about this for a second. In in real life, in general, I've always been fairly creeped out by people that own birds. Yeah, it's kind of fucking weird, right? Who wants a bird? They're fucking rats with with feathers and wings. They're actually tiny dinosaurs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't get the appeal of birds, and I don't understand people that do.
1: You know, I want to say is I want to jump back to that. Uh, I think they're interesting, but I don't want to have one as a pet. That basketball scene. Okay. Let's go back, back to the basketball scene. Let's just go back to the basketball scene. Adam Sandler watched this movie, because that was like Little Nicky. It was like Little Nicky, but not good. And wow. I know what you think about Little Nicky. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, fuck you for watching this, Adam Sandler. Was this there an sucks. Ex-
0: exploding basketball in Little yeah, Nicky? Yeah,
1: there totally was. There was exactly that scene.
0: But it had... He was like, I'm going to put this in for my film buffs. to so know about <laughs> The Visitor. What up, film buffs? So, Little Nicky. <laughs> so then fake... Max von Sydow, who was played by
1: John Huston from Chinatown fame. Apparently, he directed a bunch of shit. He directed Annie from the 80s. And he directed, a, what is it, a Casino Royale, that non-canon James Bond, James Bond movie. Anyways, he shows up in America with a bunch of bald leukemia people, but they're all grown up. And uh, he's checking into the United States. And they're like, have you ever been to the States before? And he's like, no, I have never been to the United States with my very American accent. And they're like, okay, come on in. And then it switches to uh, Lance.
0: Yeah. Well, they go, what are, what's your business here? And he goes, I'm a visitor. Or like, what are you doing here? I'm visiting.
1: Is that where they got the name for the movie?
0: I, that's what I was wondering. Is, like, is the title referring to that guy or is it referring to the little girl? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know at all with
1: this fucking movie. So, uh, so then Lance Hendrickson shows up at the fucking Illuminati meeting. With the, uh, the Illuminati basketball team owners meeting. Uh-huh. And they're like, your mission is as it remains. You must get the Barbara woman to get pregnant with your seed. Because uh-huh. she is the womb of Satine. And so his job, Lance Hendrickson's whole job in this movie, is to get this chick to marry him and have another kid. Yeah. And why yeah. do they got to get married? I don't know. It was the 70s. That's how you had babies back then. I don't think that's true. I don't fucking know. So next thing we know, there's a birthday party. <laughs> oh, let's
0: just hop to a birthday party.
1: And uh, so this, this little girl's birthday party. I was starting
0: to lose you at this point, and then the birthday scene happens. Jesus.
1: So so this curls open her birthday presents, and there's a gun. And she's like, hey, look, Mommy, there's a gun. And she runs and throws the gun. She just throws the gun onto a table. Which goes off and shoots her mom in the back, in
0: the spine.
1: And as her mom is falling from being shot, she looks at her young daughter, who is the evil terror daughter, I guess. And the girl just kind of shrugs. She's like,
0: "Eh, yeah." <laughs> now that's exposition.
1: Like this is like this was par- This was like Problem Child. This was basically Problem Child.
0: It was a little Problem Childy. It's 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 uh, very coincidental. We we talked about Problem Child earlier on the episode. Um, now, one thing that struck me kind of weird. Was the whole these fucking thing. and these cops? There's these cops investigating. <laughs> like, how did the gun get in? the, Like, why did this happen? Like, please explain. Walk me through it. And like, it all happened so fast. And I'm just going like, why? Why would cops dedicate this much time to the to the classic gun at a birthday party prank? Right. You know. You know. And then the cops leave, and you like never see, hear from them again.
1: Yeah, you do. You see the cop again? Remember? Oh, you forgot because it was a piece of shit movie and so much fucking stupidity happened. I'm looking at my notes and there's a lot more notes than I usually take and none of them have anything to do with each other. And that's this movie. (laughs) So, so after the, uh, let's lest we forget. Okay. After the shooting, there's a a spectacular late seventies montage Uh of the mother
0: having surgery sliced with the girl doing gymnastics. Set to like seventies action tv show like kojak music they really had bad timing and when they use the action music yeah that's what i was that's one way i was gonna describe this movie is like oddly timed yeah especially with the music and then like the music is very very like like it should be action-packed and like very uh engaging montages or scenes in general but like nothing ever becomes of it so you're getting all amped up with the music and then it just kind of like it just fades out next Uh. And also, the audio on this movie clips like constantly. Is that like it? it's always like, too especially loud. the music. It's too. It was. Record, it sounds like it was recorded way too loud, and it just like kind of distorts. Hey, out.
1: Italian sound designer who made this movie. Hey, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, so she's doing the ominous gymnastics, and like the gymnastic teacher's like, "Well, I'm glad your mother lived." She's like, "Yeah, mother didn't die. She just can't walk anymore." It's like, "Wow, you're fucked yeah." She's up. evil. She was just a little shit. She wasn't even evil. She was the kids suck. You know she's being an asshole. So then all of a sudden, uh, Mary Poppins with a birdcage shows up <laughs> at the house, and she's like, "I'm your new nanny," and she has this giant intricate fucking wooden birdcage with her. And the I'm like, "Okay, is that for the peregrine falcon that lives <laughs> in the house?" And no, it turns out this nanny has artificial birds in a massive birdcage that she explains for no reason.
0: Now, what was the symbolism behind that?
1: those birds? I don't know, Bobby. <laughs> I think that whoever made this tried to use a lot of symbolism. I think there was a tremendous amount of fucking lost symbolism in that stupid fucking movie that only makes sense if you read
0: like it's kind of like a bullsh- l ron hubbard no it's kind of like a like a bullshitted bob dylan song like this it's like it's like like just very random and like abstract things that are like you're not trying to say something but you're trying to make me think you're trying to say something yeah right but you're just like no nah, i don't i smell bullshit on this <laughs> it's all just bullshit right no it's th- like you're just churning this shit out and then mary poppins starts spouting her
1: 70s astrological bullshit Oh, isn't that great? She's like, Oh, the moon is in Gemini, Aquarius von Septenheim. Like, what the fuck are you talking about,
0: bitch? And like, I don't like Capricorns. And then the little girl comes in, she goes, I'm a Capricorn. He's like, Of course you are, bitch. So
1: so after all this, for whatever reasons, they introduce Mary Poppins. And then uh and then it goes back to the cop. And there's like this whole like 20 minute subplot with the cop who is uh-huh. who's looking for the gun. He's trying to interview people. Oh yeah. And he interviews the little girl, and then he follows her to school on her school, bus. like he couldn't just go to the school and wait. He can just gun in the house and interview her. Follows her to school. He's like, can I ask some questions? And she's like, fuck off, you child molester. <laughs> like, literally. And then she's like, he's like, where's the gift that your aunt gave
0: you? <laughs> that is more or less a line in this movie.
1: And she's like, come here. Let me tell you. You got to write this down. He's like, Where's where's the gift your aunt gave you? Right up your ass. <laughs>
0: You're like, Oh damn.
1: It's so that uh that girl's got chops. Yeah. And so the next like ten minutes of the movie is this nosy cop being nosy, right? Mm-hmm. And he
0: goes in the house and finds a bird. There's a point where he says <laughs> he says, Should I wait outside until school's out to talk to you? Yeah. I guess. Like, I'm sorry. Like, is that guy like that cop is just sitting outside the uh the school for eight hours and just <laughs> like uh Uh, Playing Sudoku in his car.
1: Well, he doesn't do that because (laughs) he goes back to her house and finds some ornate bird for some reason. And then the peregrine falcon attacks him and murders him on the road.
0: Right. So while this was going on, because this is shot in the 70s, and I I feel like it it kind of felt, this scene especially, kind of felt like a Driver's Ed video. Yeah. So I was like doing the voiceover of the Driver's Ed Mm-hmm. video in my head during the scene where the man gets attacked by a bird while driving mm-hmm. and it goes like this if a bird attacks your eyes while driving do not accelerate into oncoming traffic <laughs> pull over immediately and gently swipe the bird away
1: <laughs> that's all it took he fucking ran over a motorcycle. He ran like eight cars off. He hit a motorcycle, and just kept going. I he was didn't like, take "Is this fo- the Blues Brothers?" Yeah, he didn't take his foot off the fucking gas the whole time. So, uh, so the whole cop subplot—who's so determined to find out what happens—he dies, and then there's no more police investigation. That's right. That's whatsoever. Right. You're right. That's just all gone. And then, and then, we go to a ice skating rink mm-hmm. where this girl, little brat girl, gets into an ice skate fight. <laughs> With a bunch of boys that are like five years older than her. And, yes. and
0: it's just, it's fucking retarded. I can it's, just imagine one of the like the stage moms for one of those kids like, oh, the ice skating lessons are finally paying off. Joey got a big part in this, in this horror movie directed by a man from Italy. It's supposed to be a big sci-fi hit. That was not sci-fi. <laughs> it was not
1: horror. It was not suspense. All right. It was none of those things.
0: <laughs> okay, what happens to the ice skating ring?
1: So she starts ice fighting, and uh, <laughs> she's just skating around and like beating them up, and they're chasing her like a gang. I don't, I don't know, I don't fucking know. And then the, it ends with two of them grab her arms, and then she starts spinning in a circle. And I'm like, oh, I hope they rip her arms off, but they don't. She releases them, and they go flying like 500 feet, and it slow motion shows them wrecking through windows. And and, and and the whole time, the whole ice skate fight, fucking John Houston is like three stories up watching her. There, there are no parents. Mm-hmm. There's no parental advisory. We don't know how she got there. It's the 70s. Yeah. And so he... God damn it. <laughs> Interspaced with the fucking ice skating is John Houston running down a flight of stairs. Yes. And it keeps going back to him running down the flight. Just still like, running down the stairs. And it's
0: not even like they shot him going down the stairs... Um, like a bunch of times to keep cutting back to that, it's like, hey, John Houston, run quote unquote, down the stairs very slowly, yeah, and we're just gonna keep we're gonna do one take.
1: Gonna it's gonna it look up.
0: super awkward, <laughs> but that's fine because it's art, I guess. This is not, and he just kind of like like bumbles down the stairs very slowly. You know what it's like? It's like when you were the fat kid and you had to run the mile in middle school. I wasn't the fat kid ever. I'm, I'm talking about me. Okay, when you were when the fat he had to kid. run the mile in middle school, uh-huh. and then there was all or there's always like the the chubbier kids that couldn't run husky. Husky. So what they would do is they would walk fairly fast and then like pump, their arms. pump their arms. really so Like, like, like they're, they're running at yeah. the pace of a running. So it looks like you're running, but you're really like, it, like we see through that, buddy. Is that what you All did? Right. All right, Tubby. Is we'll go get nachos did? later. You would walk? I didn't do that. You'd walk I would run the mile. but Swing I, your arms? I remember kids that did that. I, was, I, I ran like a 14-minute uh, mile. Wow. So anyways, um,
1: after the ice skate fight, uh, <laughs> it goes back to her house. And then uh, the babysitter shows up. And the babysitter is John Houston Because, yeah, it's cool that creepy old men show up to watch my eight-year-old child. And then eventually hypnotize them. Yeah. And Lance Hendrickson's okay with that. The mom's okay with that. The mom who was shot and is, by the way, in a wheelchair now after her shooting at the birthday party. Right, right. That's a pretty uh, important... I guess we should bring that up. <laughs> so then John Houston sits with her and is like, oh, you're going to come away with me someday. And I'm like, this is just fucking creepy. And then, like, as they're driving away, like... Lance Hendrickson's telling his not wife because she didn't want to marry him. But he's like, I hope he wasn't a child molester. And she's like, Well, aren't you a cripple molester? (laughs) That's what she says. (laughs) She said that. That's a real line
0: in the movie. (laughs) I had that in my notes as well. You got to it before I could.
1: And then they have a nice dinner. And I guess uh, he didn't do a good enough job at letting her marry him because he gets fired by the Illuminati. (laughs) They're like, You're fired. We're going to plan
0: B, which is we're going to kidnap and impregnate her. Right. So, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up. First of all, their car breaks down, right? In the middle of the road? Yes. Yeah, something, something like that. that. They have a car phone. Yeah. But it's like a rotary dial phone, but it's in their car? I like even better the I'm lady. like, I didn't think car phones were invented to like maybe 88. I like the fact the lady that can't use her legs can drive a car. I think there's ways to make that happen. You
1: know, she learned to drive very quickly. She recovered from her fucking back shootings. No,
0: there's the montage where it shows the little girl in gymnastics, and then she's like in physical therapy and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's how you uh, make time go by fast in movies like this one. This one just flew by, didn't it, Adam? Oh, God.
1: (laughs) This movie was such a
0: fucking slog. Okay. It took forever for anything to happen. So their car's broken down. They're calling for help from their rotary dial phone in their car. And then a giant, like... Big rig 18 wheeler with like past more them, lights more on it. More than lights than normal. Yeah. So you're like, ooh, that's spooky. Um, And they're like, are you scared of that truck, mommy, or something like that? Yeah. she's like, no, I'm not scared of that truck. And then the truck goes past them and then backs up. And then Daft Punk gets out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, abducts her. And then, now by the time Daft
1: Punk got to the car, she was passed out. It didn't explain how she got drugged and fell asleep for them to abduct her
0: and impregnate her in the back of a truck here's what i want to know why didn't they just do that in the first place right was lance hendrickson supposed to be the original uh like if lance hendrickson failed only then can you resort to daft punk raping this woman
1: right you know they should have sent in the daft punk right off the bat you know (laughs) drop the daft on her fucking lance can't fucking close the deal Anyway, so she's drugged, and then they do surgery to impregnate her that night and put her back in the car with her child, and then the the black racial stereotype um, tow men show up to fix her car uh-huh.
0: and make really just awkward and so uncomfortable jokes. Right. So it's um, it's like 70s racist mm-hmm. and terrible.
1: Yeah. And then she's at home, and then and then Max von Sattel, John Houston, whoever the fuck he is, shows up, and he's like, hey, you're pregnant. And she's like, what? And then she starts... <laughs> Riding around in circles in her wheelchair In the living room for like three minutes
0: Now there's a lot of motifs of circles In this movie Adam (sighs) Movement of circles like the rotation of the earth That the cosmic beings have fucking Descended Uh... upon And then the circles represent the sparring, the back and forth between good and evil. No, it doesn't.
1: Does nothing. None of that. No, Bobby. No. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking Frankie Paradise or whatever the goddamn director's name is going for, he fucking missed it. (laughs) Frankie Paradise. So then, uh, so then, fucking Miss Barbara goes to see her ex-husband, who works in a clinic for health people. Yeah, yeah. Health people. I don't know.
0: Uh, Do you think it's a public clinic? It looks like it looks overcrowded. Yeah. And uh, socialized? I don't know. And uh, and
1: you know who played the doctor? It was Sam Peckinpah.
0: Was that really? Yeah. He Dude, was in this piece of shit. Sam Peckinpah wouldn't sign on to an, a non-quality film. Click
1: on it. She she goes and sees her husband who's like 40 years older than her. Easily 40 years older than her. And uh, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, Sam Peckinpah. Sam Peckinpah's
0: in this movie. Yeah.
1: What the fuck? I didn't even know what he looked like. I didn't either. But he's that guy. Yeah, he's in this awesome movie. And then he's like, well, you know, you've had all these problems with the accident and the wheelchair. And she's like, I'm
0: pregnant. I need an abortion. That's, okay, stop. Like previously, right before they had this conversation, this very intense uh, touchstone in their life about aborting uh, the cosmic devil's yeah. uh, uh, side, um, the Keymaster. Um, he's helping out a little boy on his little, uh, his yeah. little uh, uh, doctor's uh, table. table or whatever it is. And uh, he says, uh, oh, you did so good today. I'm going to tell your parents you did so good and make them stop off and get you ice cream. And you know what? I'm going to make them tell you, tell them to get you four, four ice creams. creams and then cut to like two minutes later. He's like, you want an abortion and you want me to do it for you. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? So is this guy a pediatrician <laughs> or an abortion doctor? Right. I don't know. Well, I guess that's what happens. With state-run uh, medical facilities, well, you know what You're happened. Just a jack of all trades. She went
1: home later that night with the abortion. <laughs> she got aborted. So uh, now, while this is happening, oh wait, let's for- not forget this key point. Okay. The fucking little girl shows up at home because nobody drives her around. She just shows. She just goes where she wants, and uh, she shows up at home, and the maid there, Mary Poppins is there, <laughs> and uh, she mouths off, and the maid just slaps her in the face like this fucking full front fucking force flaps her in
0: the face just bam. yeah cause she's like i'm gonna teach you to be polite for once and because she's like or... she's like where's my mother where's my where's my whipping boy yeah and then the mary poppin slaps her right in the fucking face
1: yeah and slaps her again and, and just then... like
0: yeah corporal punishment that'll that'll teach the devil's daughter
1: and she's like i've had kids i'll kick your ass something well, like she that. says
0: something like i've had one of you before yeah like she ha- she's birthed one of these like cosmic evil children the whole cosmic evil child thing,
1: like that whole fucking subplot, it could be... It, it's
0: pointless. No, dude. That's the whole movie. It's, it's stupid. That's what it's about. It's stupid. Evil cosmic children. So so, so, um, uh... so, so there's a point in which um, John Huston is chasing after the little girl. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that shit. And uh, she's like, you know, like a... Is it like a warehouse or like some sort of like abandoned hospital. I don't know. And there's like the bald, like the all grown up bald kids. Leukemia kids. Um, And then she uses her telekinesis to like unscrew one of those fire escape staircases on the side of a building. Yeah, she chased
1: him out the building. And then it
0: falls on like a carnival vendor.
1: No, here's what happened. She chased him out the building. This is a a dramatic chase between an eight-year-old girl and an old man. (laughs) She's chasing the old man around. (laughs) And they get out onto the street. And this super dramatic Starsky and Hutch music playing the whole yes. fucking time. And so he sneaks into a hot dog vendor to, to get away from her. Okay. And she's on the roof. And, and, and again, I don't know the motivation of John Houston at all in this. I don't. I have no clue. But uh, he's in there with another guy, and then she unscrews the fucking fire escape, and it falls flat on that hot dog stand. On the hot dog stand. But he
0: lived. That was the first time I knew that she was evil. It's like, when she destroyed the hot dog stand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Other than that, she just seemed like a little bitch. Yeah, well. A bratty little child.
0: Until, yeah, well, she was pretty mean to her, her mom, even more so coming up. <sighs> wait, wait. <laughs> Adam, I'm pretty much at the end of my notes. So I'm going to need you oh, to yeah. uh, okay, continue this. okay? Okay,
1: so, okay. Uh, so what happens next is uh, the mom goes home, okay? It gets attacked by the bird. She shows up <laughs> home all aborted, and then the bird attacks her. <laughs> And then she goes and fucking she's just getting attacked and she's fighting it off. Tonight's main event, folks, is the wheelchair bound woman versus a peregrine falcon. Who do you think's going to win? Who fucking cares is the answer. (laughs) She goes into a closet and the bird's trying to open the door. And then Mary Poppins opens the door and she starts screaming, Ah, I thought you were a bird. But it wasn't. And the bird was dead thanks to Mary Poppins. And then Mary Poppins tells her, nothing's ever going to hurt you. I'm here to protect you. And then all of a sudden, evil devil kid is standing behind her mother and says, ah, and pushes her in a wheelchair into a fucking giant aquarium? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Now, what do you think the broken glass represents? Oh, Jesus. My broken fucking dreams? (laughs) My broken hope at this movie being decent? I thought it was going to be like a good 70s Italian horror movie. No, It was not. It was not. So, uh, so, fuck, man. It still kept going. It still kept going. So. <laughs> it still kept going. So then she pushes her mom through the thing. And then they put the girl in the fucking, uh, in like a psycho ward or something. But uh, but before that, Mary Poppins is on a roof with John Huston. And he's like, thank you.
0: You've served me well. And then she flies away with an umbrella. <laughs> Bye, I... Superman. <laughs> you think we'll ever see her again? I'm sure we will, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we
1: will. That's a Simpsons reference, people. So uh, I don't know why the fuck any of this movie happened. I don't know what was going on. John Huston's there, fucking standing on top of a roof, and there's like, there's like alien
0: lights flying around. Yeah, it kept cutting back to this weird like uh, space runway that, like, off in the horizon was like the the logo from Trauma Entertainment, like yeah. that blue lit. City? Yeah. I don't know what that was about. Miramax. I was like, that looks, yeah, or Miramax. You know, same, same studio. Same difference. What's that guy's name? Max Weinstein? Yeah, that guy. No, that's the guy. That's Conan's drummer. um, <laughs> Or the drummer from Bruce Springsteen. Who cares? Um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Miramax.
1: Class act, that guy. So uh, then it cuts back to the mom at home alone, and she's not cut or bruised or injured at all. And uh, she goes down the stairs on her little gremlin-style elevator, Mm -hmm. wheelchair carrier. And there's her daughter there. And then her daughter turns around. Her face starts glowing different eyes and starts trying to kill the mom. And then she, like, drags her crippled mother up a flight of stairs. And then pushes her back down the stairs. And then Lance Hendrickson shows up and tries to strangle the mother with, like, fishing line, making her go down the elevator. Okay, so here's what was the most confusing for me about this. Uh Uh-huh. So, fuck. So
0: you're fucking, like fuming right now.
1: Lance Hendrickson works for the Illuminati, right? Uh-huh. They're trying to get this sateen girl, fucking Barbara uh-huh. to have another devil baby. right. They have one devil baby, but they want more. Are they supposed to procreate? I don't like, know. In never
0: incestuous it, union.
1: I never caught that. Probably who fucking knows? There, <laughs> maybe they hinted at that in the symbolism that I fucking missed. So that's what it was. They want her to have a baby. <laughs> Now, the John Houston guy, he's trying to make sure the baby doesn't happen, right? Mm, Yes. The visitor. The visitor. He doesn't want more devil babies. Right. But the fucking Satine people keep trying to kill her. And the fucking... Kill the the little girl? No, the mom. The ones who want another baby keep trying to kill the womb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ones that don't want a baby are protecting the womb. It makes no sense.
0: I think maybe...
1: You know what? I don't even want to think about. I'm even try to fucking figure yeah, this shit out. Yeah, that
0: is confusing because they sent Daft Punk in to knock her up, right? And now they're trying to kill her, like with a, like what was it, like a piano wire or yeah. something what? on the staircase?
1: The, the, where was the motivation? There was no understanding yeah, that was, that is of weird, anybody's that motivation
0: in this. Film. Well, here's what the got: was like okay, so there's there's like Devil Child, and then like sent down to Earth to like summon some sort of demon. But she needs her, like, brother there to do it. And they're, so they're trying to convince this woman to get knocked up uh, by Lance Hendrickson. And then Daft Punk does it instead in order to take over the world. But then they, they send the visitor, who was John Houston, a very, very frail old man who represented, a, like, God or something. I mean, all Lance had to do was not pull out. That's it. Wait, not pull out? Yeah. To not
1: knock her up? No, to knock her up. They wanted to knock her up. Be like, dude. Right. Nut in her. Like, that's... All, yeah. That's, you that's, what that's basically
0: what the Illuminati was like, dude, come on. Like, just... just yeah. It, it'll feel good. I promise.
1: <laughs> it feels better that way.
0: Yeah. So anyways, what are we... Yeah, back
1: to... Uh, so yeah, like uh,
0: that's, that's all it was. It was like this weird battle between, quote, unquote, good and evil. Um, so... Let's just cut to the end. The, you know, we're, we're going to spoil it, but like, it's like, he doesn't. No, nah,
1: no, nah, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the very, very end, yeah. We need a part where. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know where you're going. The birds. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. If that's
0: where we're going. Okay, go ahead. Am
1: I going ahead? You go ahead. Okay, so uh, they drag the mom up the stairs. They're trying to kill her for whatever reason. And then. Hilarious scene, by the way. Lights bust in from outside, and wind starts breaking the windows. And all of a sudden, all these birds fly in. Stupid-looking birds start attacking Lance Hendrickson and a little girl, devil girl. And then one of the birds turns into a metal bird and starts spinning around like a basketball, like on the finger of a Harlem Globetrotter. And then a knife comes out of it, and it stabs Lance Hendrickson in the neck. Where the fuck did the metal knife bird come from, and how
0: did it get you, Lance? I don't know if they wanted you to think it was a metal bird. I think it was just a terrible like set piece to use to make you like, they were like, yeah, this looks enough like a bird. Yeah. But you know what it looked like? It looked like the, uh, like the bird, uh, uh, like the bird model from ancient aliens where they like made it a scale size to see if it would fly and it did No,
1: it didn't look like that at all. It looked like that. Brian. There was a switchblade that you know came out like of the beak of the it, bird. A it, blade it, came uh, out of the <laughs> beak,
0: Bobby. It looked fucking metal and stabbed him in the neck. I've never seen a bird with a blade come out of its face. The metal bird had a blade come out of its face and stabbed Lance Hendrickson in the jugular. Yeah. It looked like You know what it looked like? It looked like one of those like plastic birds that you can like balance on the tip of your finger. Yeah, yeah, it looked like one, one of those. those. Only spray painted silver. Yeah. Oh fuck. Or brass or something.
1: And then all the birds start cr- like crawling all over the little girl and then the John Houston's like it's okay now mom the birds are going to eat her evil away I guess I don't know next thing you know where are we we're back with Space Jesus Franco Nero of Django Fame himself as Space Jesus with the hair of the guy from Nickelback and he says hey fucking John Houston you're back from cocoon or wherever the fuck you were <laughs> And then what happens? Oh yeah, the little girl was there, and she had leukemia now
0: too. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough leukemia jokes. The end. Yeah, and uh, the, she's like, "I told you." He's like, "I told you, I would." It's great to have you back. So was she like a soul in heaven that was sent down to earth to be corrupted by the Illuminati and bring about uh, Secundus? Or what's his name S- Sartit, Satine, uh, Sbarro, Secundus, S- 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 Sbarros, S- Sbarros. Um, and now we have a pizza chain in malls. <laughs> You're right. Well, yes. Uh, well, Sbarro, in all seriousness, was the uh, the pizza of the devil. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So is is that what it was? The she was like kind of a mutual soul that could have been corrupted on Earth, but she was evil regardless. And uh, Bobby. T- I have no fucking clue. She was a
1: descendant of
0: the space alien Satine.
1: And that's all I know. I don't know who Space Jesus
0: was. Don't you love satanic cult movies?
1: Uh, This was not a satanic cult movie at all. I know. This was very, very disappointing in the satanic cult movie. Yeah.
0: I would give this like three thumbs down. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) I think it's funnier when the people that are watching it are... Hopping mad the entire time. If 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 you have somebody to watch with that you know would hate it, it's a good. Then I could see it being enjoyable. <laughs> it's enjoyable. If you know someone that hates this, it's it's really not for everyone. It's probably the weirdest movie we've ever watched. I don't know. Um, but let's do alternative titles. Let's hear them. I only got three this week. Give me something. They're pretty weak because this movie's so bananas. bananas. All right, here's the first one: Broken Glass, Cracked Souls. No. Um, okay. The pigeon whisperer. <laughs> That's a little better. <laughs> and lastly, Space Girl: A Tale About Birds. <laughs> Why the fuck would you let your daughter have a peregrine falcon in the house? I
1: would never watch The Visitor ever again. I would definitely watch The Visitor ever again. It was so fucking slow. It was so slow. No, dude. Yes, there dude. was
0: enough. What the? F- there was enough bananas. Oh, that reminds me. I, I wrote down um, some quotes from both you and my wife. Okay. Um, throughout the entire movie, <sighs> this is the first one. Some of them you've already we've already mentioned, but this is the first one my wife said. Uh, probably about thirty minutes in, I genuinely don't understand this movie. <laughs> and then you said, "I don't remember what scene it was," but you said, "This is the most retarded scene I've ever seen." It was the ice skating scene, and it really, really was. Oh, yeah. And then you said, did she get aborted? (laughs) And then lastly, as you've mentioned, your favorite thing about this movie is how much I hate it, Mm -hmm. which is true. It's true. It definitely enhanced the experience.
1: You're going to like this movie. You're going to say this is a good movie to people because I, you got oh, to watch is a, it with me. This is a great movie. <laughs> this movie is
0: fucking terrible. This movie
1: is fucking Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, the more I think about it, I don't know. I don't know if I hated this more. I don't know if I was angrier after this or after Road Games. I'm going to say
0: this. Yeah, maybe so. Probably this. Here's the thing. You can't handle weird 70s shit. Dude. You can't handle it. It's got to be tits and gore. Dude, this movie was fucking slow as shit. It
1: we stopped the movie like 35 minutes because you had to pee, and it felt like we've been watching it for two hours. It was 35 minutes.
0: So that's the verdict. I guess Adam doesn't recommend it. I recommend it to the right person with (laughs) as long as you're watching it with a person that's clearly gonna hate it. It's Uh, not for everyone. It's really not for everyone. However, it is fucking funny for all the wrong reasons. (sighs) It's one of the most unintentionally funny movies. No, it's not. No, it's not. I think it is. No. I was laughing through... You're drunk. ...40% of it. Oh, fucking Jesus. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, <sighs> at PinballBobby. You can follow the podcast on Instagram.
1: At Not For Everyone Podcast.
0: Uh, again, we have a Facebook uh, page. We don't do anything to it. So. You can
1: follow me, too, at
0: VonArn13 on Instagram. And please don't forget to rate, review, comment, subscribe. Don't watch The Visitor. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. God, that movie sucked. Um, Share, Cher? Is that one of them?
1: Yeah, Sonny and Cher.
0: Just let people know if, yeah. uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if you, you want. You can even Chaz it if you want. Um, and don't forget to watch The Visitor from
1: 1979. Don't watch it. Listen, every movie we watched the other day, watch those. Watch The Hitcher. Watch The fucking Hitcher. Don't watch this shit. God, I just want to like, die.